0: We have to go back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Flashback Flix Retro Movie Podcast. I'm Ricky. I'm Grayson. And today we are back at it again with another movie trivia challenge. 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 Oh, oh they said we couldn't do it. <laughs> Uh so basically what we like to do here on the uh movie trivia challenge episodes is quiz one another with some
1: trivia about movies some impossibly difficult trivia it's impossibly <laughs> difficult these questions never make any sense they they rarely do but that's part of the fun uh basically we have uh three rounds well we need to figure it out too because i wrote twice as many questions Uh, (laughs) so maybe maybe i i can start and then you can go and then i can go a third time and then we can end how about this i just
0: make mine uh worth two points how many are mine worth
1: one because you have 20 questions nah that didn't feel i I don't know (laughs) I don't know if that math checks out. Let me send it to my accountant. All right. No, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Okay, I will start keeping track. And to keep ourselves honest, the only
0: browser that is open is the tab that has my questions on it and the screen that has Grayson's wonderful face in it. Well, I didn't agree to that. (laughs) And feel free to play along and keep track. Uh, Let us know how you do on Twitter because you're definitely going to do better than both of us. Because I won't be able to get the points for my own round. So, without further ado,
1: Grayson, take us away. Let's start with By the Numbers. Oh, no. Now, Ricky, here's what's going (laughs) to happen. I have a list of ten movies in front of me. Now, each of these movies contains a number, one through ten. Your goal is to name all ten movie titles, but keep track of which ones you've already done because that'll give you process of elimination for what number you're looking for oh my goodness all right i think i got it so basically the movie
0: title has a number in the title between one and ten and i had to guess that movie correct
1: yes and the numbers won't repeat okay so like 12 angry men there would not be another 12 on the list. But you're just going 1 through 10. Okay,
0: My, okay. so you have 1 through 10. My first one's going to be The One with Jet Li. Is that the <gasps> first one? It is not one?
1: The One with Jet Li. That's, that's, that would have been great. I, <laughs> can I get a hint for the first Well, I'll tell you. Two of these movies feature Jack Nicholson. So this movie, this for one, was a, an adaptation um, and places Jack Nicholson in a... Um, mentally trying got it. situation one flew over the cuckoo's nest that's right one flew over the cuckoo's nest so you got yes. one down you don't have to go in order either okay are any of the titles colon titles good question no i avoided colon titles because <clears throat> it grosses me out <laughs> and uh sequels so it's not like um not like pitch perfect two or anything like that right
0: okay Ooh, number six? No, that can't be
1: six cents because you said it's just the number six. Mm. I will give you a clue for number six. Yes, please. This film is a Disney superhero classic that is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you. What is Big Hero 6? What is that is correct?
0: (laughs) For 10, let me try 10 Commandments. The
1: uh, Ooh, that's a good one. Is it not Ten Commandments? It is not Ten Commandments, nor is it the Ten Commandments sequel, Leviticus. (laughs) I can give you a clue for this one, too. Okay. In this movie, the Joker and Robin go to high school together. Ten things I hate about you. That is correct. (laughs) Was there ever a Seventh Heaven movie? Dang
0: it. No, Ocean's Eleven, just outside of the spectrum.
1: Um, Would you like a clue for any of these? I would like a clue for nine. This is a South African improvised film that is not funny. (laughs) No. Oh, man, I don't have that one. Okay, let me think. uh... All right, I'll do do a retroactive promo for this film. From the person that will bring you Chappie is a film that looks and feels just like Chappie. Oh, my gosh. Yes, what is that movie? District
0: 9. District 9. Oh, that's good. That's so good. It is a South African film. That is not funny. It, it was improvised, yeah. Oh, that's good. Wait, is 8 Eight Crazy Nights
1: the Adam Sandler animated movie? It's a great answer. Oh. I mean, what this game should have been oh, is on. name 10 movies <laughs> that have numbers in them because you're doing it. Just because you didn't think of the one I thought of, you shouldn't be penalized. Now, my, my clue for number eight is you only have one shot. Eight mile. It's no Makai fight. <laughs> That's good. Oh. Let me just go ahead and give you number two because it's going to be real anticlimactic if we end on that <laughs> okay. one. Okay. All right. This is your freebie spot. Thank you. Number two is Two for the Money, starring Al Pacino and Matthew McConaughey, a former college athlete. Joins forces with a sports consultant to handicap football games for high-rolling gamblers. 2005. Wow. Yeah, I was not going to get that. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, nobody was. I didn't really know it was a film until I looked up movies that had two in the title. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Thank you. So we got that out of the way. Yeah. Now, all the others... Well... Almost all the others, I'm fairly positive you've heard of before. Three Amigos. Three Amigos. Five is the other Jack Nicholson film. Okay. I feel like I should just give this to you as well. I'll take a hint. It takes place in a diner. Okay. It was listed as one of the 1001 movies you must see before you die. Oh, man. I might not get five. Is it five? Yeah, five. Five Easy Pieces. Never heard of that before in my life. Five Easy Pieces. One difficult, trivia question. <laughs> All right, let's see. so I have four and seven, right? Yep, okay, four and seven. Now number four, I'd say uh, many people would probably call number four a um a misnomer.:
0: Oh, seven. I have seven. Seven pounds. No. no! Ah! Will Smith. Oh, I'm seven is seven just seven?
1: Yes, seven is seven.
0: Oh, good.
1: Um, four. All right, I'm going to take the hit. What is four? We were looking for Fantastic Four. Are you kidding me? No! No! Not
0: even once did that come to mind. Fan four stick?
1: And that's why it does so poorly. <laughs> that's why it does so poorly at the box office.
0: Oh that was good. That was really good. You really made me think in not including the ones that you gave me, I passed I passed <laughs> that was a seventy all right I'm ready for the next part um so mine um mine is all together ten questions um to keep up with you. they are worth two points, okay so April is right around the corner, and um when I think. April, mm. I think of Easter and uh I appropriately named this quiz Easter Egg Hunt where oh. movies constantly have Easter eggs, which are intentional inside jokes, hidden messages, or secret features within movies like Marvel and Disney are famously known for like having Easter eggs mentioning other movies hidden throughout the film and you have to kinda look for it, right? So, basically, uh, this quiz, uh, you need to name the movie where the Easter egg appeared. Okay? I'm so ready. Let's begin. So, first question. Mr. Peabody is a cartoon dog who first appeared in the late 50s uh, on the animated television series Rocky and Bullwinkle Show. He's famously known for teaching his young ward about history by using his Wayback Machine. What movie
1: made a nod to this character and his companion in the 50s. It's Back to the Future because Peabody Farms is the name of it, and it's uh, Sherman. I believe is the farmer's name is Sherman Peabody. You are... Is that correct? You,
0: you are correct in the movie, yes. Um, yeah, so okay, it's back to Old the Man Peabody is a farmer, um, and... Yeah, okay. So Peabody Farms and uh, his son... Is
1: Sherman? That's yeah. what it is. Is yeah. Sherman? My pine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, that's probably going to be the only one I get. By the way, so <laughs> two points. Two points. All right. So, yeah, Lady
0: and the Tramp is Disney's uh, classic film that famously mm. made sharing food romantic. In what other movie does
1: both Lady and the Tramp make an appearance in? I want to say 101 Dalmatians. You are correct. Oh, wow. I was just like, what's a Disney movie with a lot of dogs?
0: So about the 35-minute mark into the movie, uh, when dogs across London are making the midnight bark, uh, several characters from Lady and the Tramp are visible. The first are two of the dogs in the pet store who were in the Pound with Lady. And about five seconds later, right at the very end of that scene, the Tramp is visible in the silhouette Uh, and Lady Appears in the Street Below in the Shadows. So there's some crossover with Lady and the Tramp and 100 Dalmatians, far before the whole Pixar verse or even the Disney Renaissance verse. So I thought that was interesting. That's cool. So right now you're two for two, so good job. All right. What movie
1: has a coffee cup in every single scene? I could see that happening in Pulp Fiction. They make a point about the coffee. It's in a diner. They're in a lot of houses. Is that Pulp Fiction?
0: That is incorrect. So just- There is a coffee cup in every scene in Fight Club. According to David Fincher, um, every scene has a cup of Joe hiding somewhere, and it's usually Starbucks. In a 1999 interview for Empire Magazine, he explained that the reason why Starbucks is everywhere is to make fun of the fact that Starbucks... Is well everywhere, especially in New York. Uh, It's still kind of weird that in a movie about rejecting the empty corporate branding that pervades our lives, an actual brand has more screen time than Meatloaf. So, uh, um, silent film actor Harold Lloyd, much like Chaplin and Buster Keaton, was famously known for their physical comedy and death-defying stunts. What movie pays homage to Harold Lloyd and one of his most famous stunts in the
1: first two minutes and 45 seconds of the movie. If I'm remembering correctly, one of Harold Lloyd's most famous stunts was the clock tower uh, stunt, where he's hanging from the hands of the clock tower. The only one I can really think of with that is Back to the Future again. Um, And that happens at the end of the film. A stunt... That seems. That seems pretty, uh, pretty close. Into it, is it one that we've reviewed? It is. I'm gonna say Beverly Hills Cop. Is that your final answer? Yeah, although it's hard to picture Harold Lloyd just swinging from the back of a semi. All right, yeah, that's my final answer. I feel like I already got I'm it so wrong. Sorry, final answer. You were so close, Hills answer. Cop.
0: You actually said the answer first. It was Back to the Future. What? And the 245 is a clue because that's how. He was hanging on the clock in the opening scene of Back to the Future. There are a series of clocks, and one of the clocks has Harold Lloyd hanging from the clock
1: on the minute hand. I understand. Now. You're yes, you're, so, you're right, and it was yes, it away. was also that. No, oh I gosh.
0: know it was.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. No, but here's the thing: you said it right out the gate. You were right. No, I didn't have conviction. I didn't have conviction. I got the Sherman and Peabody thing. I flew too close to the sun. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, but yes,
0: it's, uh, the clock shows Harold Lloyd in, like you said, Safety Last, the 1923 silent film. And it also foreshadows Doc hanging from the clock tower as he tries to harness the lightning later in the movie. So, the first shot is within the because it happens like really within the first minute, but the two forty five was to try to give you like a hint uh, of like him hanging on the yeah. clock to get you the clocks, so
1: yeah, uh, all right, no, that's cool. I gave you an impossibly hard whole set of questions, so uh, okay, on with the, you did you did that with the last <laughs> trivia showdown too because. You had Wizard of Oz for two different answers. I gotta remember. For the fourth one, always name one movie (laughs) twice. R2-D2 and C-3PO are staples to
0: all the Star Wars movies. What other wartime film
1: can the famous duo be found in? Indiana Jones and... I don't remember if it's Raiders or Last Crusade. I'm gonna say Raiders of the Lost Ark. You are correct. So
0: I found this to be really fascinating. They're in hieroglyphs, which would hold up for the headcanon of them being in a galaxy far, long long ago, in a galaxy far, far away. And somehow they found their
1: way in Egypt, I guess. (laughs) Uh, But yes, very good. It would have been super deep if they had done uh, C-3PO's arm as one red arm. Even back then. And then they play back <laughs> into would
0: it. would have been amazing. The Shining is a 1980s horror film loosely based on Stephen King's novel of the same name where a writer famously goes mad at the Overlook Hotel. What
1: children's movie plays homage to this film with the decorum? I don't need any preamble to this. I'm just going to go in guns blazing. Dunstan checks in. <laughs>
0: Gosh, You're I hope tells so. No, I hope so. I mean, it could very well. I haven't seen Dunstan checks in, and
1: wow. it's got layers oh, to it. Maybe twenty something years. Is that a French Stewart movie? I remember French uh, Stewart being in that movie. Uh, probably. I I feel like I'm wrong.
0: You uh, could very well be right. Um, the movie is actually Toy Story. Oh the
1: patterns in Sid's house.
0: Yes, the Sid's carpet is the same as the carpet in the Overlook Hotel. Uh Toy nice. Story actually makes several references uh to The Shining with uh the garbage truck having the same room number as in The Shining and uh and when the monkey is like watching all the uh surveillance cameras. The room number also shows up as well. Toy Story yeah. also has that dead naked woman in the bathtub. Yes, yes they do. Uh, and you can see that right before uh, Buzz loses his mind. <laughs> they call me Mrs. Nesbitt.
1: Ricky, I just yes. had a connection there between Toy Story and The Shining The reason the toys behave that way is because they're not played with. All work and no play makes them dull.
0: Oh my goodness, yes! That's fantastic. So, like I've said before, R2-D2 and C-3PO are staples to all the Star Wars movies, um, but they are often known for bickering with one another. What movie does R2-D2... Make a solo adventure cameo in.
1: I feel like the solo thing was a clue uh my final answer is he doubles as the copier from office space final answer <laughs> office space excellent answer wrong but great <laughs>
0: um no r two d two actually uh makes an appearance. In the Star Trek reboot movies, um, and JJ like really? very very briefly, you can only really see this on DVD because you can pause it. But um, in the Star Trek reboots, there's this huge explosion happening, and then you see a little R two D two like in amongst all the explosion, just fly by, and then in Star Trek uh, Into Darkness, in a very similar explosion scene r2d2 also somehow just gets blown up and just flies through uh it's a very 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 uh like one of those frame by frame easter eggs that you have to uh pause to see but it was very interesting to see it once i did discover it that's funny i hadn't heard that yeah i like that yeah let me see this grayson Um, In the 1989 Batman movie, Joker unleashes lethal smile poison upon Gotham City by hiding it in personal care items such as hairspray, toothpaste, makeup, shampoo, and face cream. What other movie can one of Joker's products be found in?
1: I'm going to go with Pee-Wee's Big
0: Adventure. It is... Tim Burton's Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I would not have. No. Charlie's father. I, I would not have. Works in a toothpaste factory. And if you'll notice, the toothpaste
1: tubes are labeled Smilex. I did not notice that. <laughs> um, I'm also frustrated at myself because uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure came out four years before that Batman did. It did. So, yeah, it was actually. So that makes no sense. It was a terrible answer. No, it's, it's totally fine.
0: It was actually the success of Pee Wee's Big Adventure that
1: got Tim Burton into Batman. Man, Jack Nicholson is being well represented <laughs> in this <laughs> he really, showdown. He really is. We've had four JN <laughs> features happening here. Oh, very good. So,
0: E.T. the Extraterrestrial is a 1982 film. Co-produced and directed by Steven Spielberg. E.T., uh, the alien, is famously known for his love of Reese's Pieces, his ability of flight, and his desire to phone home.
1: And his flashlight finger.
0: Oh, that too. <laughs> oh, yes. And his flashlight finger. What movie shows E.T.'s family away from their home?
1: Star Wars Episode One: Phantom Menace. You are correct! yeah yeah yes well phrased question i like that thank
0: you yeah so during the galactic senate meeting uh some et family members can be found uh being pretty upset about something you might miss them Mm. because you're being so captivated
1: by all the you know spacey span. (laughs) yeah well you know whenever you know politics and family mix it can get you know (laughs) tense
0: you understand me mom i'm going to earth (sighs) all right so last question actually this i might give you a bonus question as well because i have another one here but this is the last official question question number 10 Uh what movie literally had easter eggs Hidden throughout the film because of an Easter egg hunt that took place one day on set. We're talking physical Easter eggs. Right, so it can't be
1: Hop. (laughs) Uh, Man, I want it to be something pretty serious. Like, you're not shooting Requiem for a Dream, but also (laughs) having Easter egg hunts on set. Come on, guys! (laughs) I'm gonna say... That it was probably some kind of like family film and they had an Easter egg hunt on set to entertain the kids. So I'm going to say the original Cheaper by the Dozen.
0: <laughs> That's a good guess. Um, but it's not that it's the other family film, Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> I don't want to know where they. Hit oh, the you're about to find out. <laughs> So the movie crew had an actual Easter egg hunt uh, one day on set and three eggs can be seen in the film. Uh, One under Frank's throne, one inside of a light in the main room, and one as the group goes up into the
1: elevator to the lab. What kind of sloppy Easter egg hunt is that, (laughs) that you don't account for every egg? So I'll give
0: you the bonus one, which is, if you get it wrong... No points taken away. But if you get it right, four points. Okay, cool. Because it's impossibly hard. Because I didn't, I didn't form the question really that well. All right. Okay. In the Bible, Isaiah fifty four sixteen reads, "Behold, I have created the smith who blows the fire of coals and produces a weapon for its purpose. Have also created the ravenger to destroy." What movie? makes a driven
1: reference to this verse i mean it's the matrix but i think it's not just the matrix i think it's probably like the last matrix Great. is it just the matrix
0: no it is the matrix it's matrix reloaded
1: oh it's okay man.
0: i did promise you four points if you got it right you got it half right so i'm gonna give you two points um, it's Matrix Reloaded. Oh, nice. And Agent Smith's license plate reads IS five four sixteen, which corresponds to Isaiah fifty four sixteen,
1: which was also the room number in The Shining. Straight to the top.
0: <laughs> All right, so Man. that's my quiz. You have a total of two four six eight. Oh, great, ten points.
1: <laughs> and how many did you have? At the end of this first round? Uh, At the end of the first one, I had eight. So you just need to get two right in my final questioning to you. Yes. All right, Ricky, your next section for one point each, even if they have multiple parts to the answer, (laughs) is called... Frasier, Frasier, and Frasier. Oh, no. Is this an all kelsey Grammer based quiz? You'll see. You'll Oh, see. no. All right. Ten questions. We're just, just going to knock them out. Don't overthink it. Just whatever pops into your head, go with your gut. You okay. can't outthink Frasier, Frasier, and Frasier. <laughs> okay. First question. Name two films where Brendan Fraser played live-action animated characters. So they had previously been animated characters. He played the live-action embodiment of those characters.
0: Okay. Ah. Dudley Do-Right
1: and George of the Jungle. Perfect execution. You get one point. (laughs) Thank you. And and how about Rocky and Bullwinkle being represented in this quiz? There's a lot going on. (laughs) If only Jack Nicholson had done a Rocky and (laughs) Bullwinkle. film then we really would be on to something next question what was the name of brendan fraser's character in the mummy the mummy returns and the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor i'm gonna go with elliot oh that was his name in bedazzled dang it but that's amazing that that's all still in there (laughs) um rick o'connell rick o'connell Rick O'Connell. Yeah. Well, well, that was my second guess. All right, next question. I couldn't resist this one. In what movie does Brennan Fraser play a character named Grayson? <laughs> oh, man. Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, good guess. That seems like a more prestigious film. Um, he played Grayson in The Nut Job. <laughs> right. uh now this one is something we've talked about on the podcast before so i feel i feel pretty good that you can get this in what three movies did brennan Fraser appear as the character link oh man uh
0: okay let's other one? okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a stab at this son-in-law encino man correct And I'm going to guess Biodome.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Encino Man and Son-in-Law are correct. The third one, however, is In the Army Now.
0: In the Army Now. Oh, Michelle, I know you're listening. I know
1: you're yelling. I'm so sorry for getting that wrong. So, Son-in-Law takes place between Encino Man and In the Army Now. Ugh. That concludes the first Fraser of Frasier, Fraser, and Frasier. Now on to the second Fraser. Oh, no. What is Kelsey Grammer's only Pixar role?
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay.
1: I'm going to say it's in one of the Toy Stories. Would you like to narrow it down to a Toy Story? No. <laughs> three. So what character would he be in Toy Story 3? Okay. Big baby. <laughs> hey, big baby. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was Toy Story 2. No! Where Kelsey Grammer appeared as the voice of Stinky Pete the Prospector. He was Stinky Pete? Are you kidding me? He was Stinky Pete. Yeah, I know. Blew my mind, too. He's part of Woody's Roundup. Well, dang. Well, at least I got yeah. Toy story. I feel proud of at least knowing it was a Toy Story. Next question. In which X Men films did Kelsey Grammer appear as Beast? X Men 3, Last Stand,
0: and, spoiler, X Men Days of Future Past. That is correct! Yes! Executed with a plum. Actually, fun fact in X Men 2, a non Kelsey Grammer and non Beastified Hank McCoy makes a cameo on the TV
1: screen. That's right. Kelsey Grammer has one credit in the music department category on IMDb for 183 different instances. What is this credit? So, you know how IMDb has the different categories, but like he was a writer, he's a producer, he was an actor. In the music department category, he has one credit, but he has it 183 times. What is the credit? It's as
0: Fraser. It would have to be as Fraser, or you're saying like what? What is he being credited
1: as under the music? Uh, yeah, like what did he do musically to give him a music credit? Because um, you're you're right about the Fraser part, but what? Why was it a music credit? I'm gonna say because he either wrote
0: or composed tossed salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> he actually he performed it. That's him. That's him singing and everything. Oh, baby. I hear the booze are calling to salad
1: scrambled day. Oh, my. That's him? Yes. This whole time we were quoting Stinky Pete and didn't realize it. <laughs> so did I get the point? Yeah, yeah, you yes. get the point. You get the point. Okay. This is the last of the second Frasier questions. What recurring Simpsons character was voiced by Kelsey Grammer? Hank Azaria as Frasier. Final answer. Uh, No, uh, I take that back.
0: I actually am just going to say Fraser. Like, I think he just shows up as Frasier in the TV show.
1: Actually, it's Sideshow Bob. No! Kelsey Grammer is Sideshow Bob, which is fun because Sideshow Bob's brother is played by David Hyde Pierce, who also plays his brother on Frasier, and then a decade later... They brought John Mahoney in to play Sideshow Bob's father, and John Mahoney also plays uh, the dad on Frasier. So they they kept the same actor-family relationship between the two shows. Sideshow Bob! Oh, I should have gotten that. All right, we now move into our third Frasier of Frasier, Frasier, and Frasier. Okay. Joe Frasier appeared as himself in what 1976 sports classic? I don't even think I know who Joe Frazier is. He's a boxer. He was Muhammad Ali's, like, main rival. Oh, well, this is going to be rough. All right, can you say the question again? Yeah, I'll revise it. Boxer Joe Frazier (laughs) appeared as himself in what 1976 sports classic? Uh, I'm going to say Rocky. Correct. All right, I have one last question. And this is a toss-up. So the answer to this can be any of the three Frasers mentioned before. Okay. So it's like a multiple choice. Okay. Which Frasier was the original voice of the Geico Gecko? Now, we've established that in the careers that these guys are chameleons. Or rather... Geckos, <laughs> where you have Brennan Fraser playing an animated character named Grayson in The Nut Job. You also have Kelsey Grammer playing an animated character in both The Simpsons and Toy Story 2. And you have Joe Frazier, a boxer, appearing as himself <laughs> in Rocky. I'm going to go with Kelsey Grammer. That is correct. Yes.
0: Uh, I feel good about that. No, that's great. That was Frasier, Frasier, and Frasier. That has to be the most convoluted and so specific <laughs> quiz I have ever taken, and I love it so much. That was great. That was really, really great. I, Oh, man. That was so good. Uh, so right now, um, I am, because of how many questions you have uh i'm destroying you um i have <laughs> so actually not too bad mm-hmm. i have 13 points you have 13 10 so only by three um oh, that's not bad yeah i thought i was destroying you but no we're pretty close so now we're going to go on to the uh bonus round i guess the uh to see who will be the final victor uh this is a game we like to play Mm. called popcorn uh this is this is a game where we choose a movie category and have to try to think of as many items in that category as we can um it's like categories but with movies uh we will popcorn back and forth that's the title of the game. I will give an answer. Grayson will give an answer. And both of us will keep on going until one of us can not answer any longer. And then the other person gets the point. Uh, and so the movie category uh, is kind of um, whatever we want. So it can be something like movies that have food in the title or time travel movies or Will Smith movies, mm-hmm. whatever Um, that's how it goes. So, um, Grayson, you may go first and you may choose the category.
1: All right. Funny. You mentioned time travel. I'm actually going to do, um, time travel movies that feature Bruce Willis.
0: (laughs) Have we done this before?
1: Maybe. Let's see. (laughs) Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. You start. All right. I was hoping you'd say that. Oh no. (laughs) Looper. Dang it. (laughs) Uh, Fifth element. Wait, is that time? I mean, it's in the. Fu- uh, I mean, they like they dig up stuff. If okay, futuristic. I, I'll, I'll allow it. Okay, I'll take it. Disney's the kid.
0: <laughs> You're right. You're right. I think this is actually in your trivia challenge last time. Oh, um, maybe, but, but not. Oh, I fi- think it was, I think that's what it is. No, that's fine. Um, yeah. And I will say, very loosely, of um, the sixth sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. 12 monkeys.
0: Ah. Oh. Uh dang. I think I'm out. Good cuz I was too. <laughs> dang it. All right, point goes to you. That brings you up to 11. All right. So, now I will choose comic book movies
1: that are not Marvel or DC. The Mask. I'm pretty sure Tintin had a comic so I'm going to say Tintin. It is a comic strip, but. I'm 80. <laughs> it, will,
0: it is a comic strip, but I will allow it. I will then say Scott Pilgrim versus the
1: world Persepolis. Mm, good. Hellboy. Push by Sapphire. <laughs> uh, that is. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Very good. I thought I was real fancy with Persepolis. <laughs> I think to make it fair, I should pick uh, the first part of the category, but you pick the second part of the category. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, let's do that. So we both both have agency in I it. I like it. All right. So, all right. I'm gonna say animated films that are not Pixar. Ooh. I'll even broaden it. Not Pixar or Disney. Oh, that's good. Okay, good. CG animated films that are not Disney or Pixar? Yes. All right. Shrek.
0: Penguins of
1: Madagascar. Madagascar. Minions. Despicable Me 2. Megamind. Sing. Storks. Boss Baby. (laughs) Star
0: Wars. Clone Wars. The movie. Shrek 2. Shrek 3.
1: Shrek Ever After. (laughs) Madagascar 2. Puss in Boots. Madagascar 3. Flushed Away. Sausage Party. Trolls. Food Fight. Smurfs the Lost Village. Ants. B-Movie. Robots. Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Para Norman. Oh, Corpse Bride. Coraline. Kubo and the Two Strings. Happy Feet. Nine. Happy Feet 2. The Lego Movie. Lego Batman. Lego Ninjago.
0: The Lorax.
1: Horton Hears a Who. How
0: the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, coming to theaters this Christmas.
1: Oh, really? Is that true? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm excited about that. I'm actually too distracted by that. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> yes. Oof. Oh, Rango. Oh, man. Oh, that's All cool. right, so that brings a tally to,
0: Grayson, you have 11 points. I have 14 points. Good game, Grayson. Good game. Good game. Good game. (laughs) Let's all get some orange slices. So that was another movie trivia challenge. I hope that you had fun, and please let us know how you did on Twitter or Instagram on both social media platforms. We are at Flashback. And we would love it if you guys were to leave us a review over on iTunes. It really helps the podcast out, and it really helps people to find uh, the Trivia Challenge and to test their own movie trivia knowledge. Uh, Leave us a review. Uh, on a scale of one
1: to five, how hard was Grayson's quiz? Um, <laughs> so really, it's on a scale of one flew <laughs> over the cuckoo's nest to five easy pieces. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And be sure to
0: tune in next time right here on the Flashback Flicks Retro Movie Podcast. Until then, remember to be kind and rewind.